Well, hello and welcome into the New Normal Podcast, where we exist to encourage, train, and equip middle and high school students to live for Jesus and share his message of hope um, with those around them. My name is Ryan Cottle. I am a youth pastor in the Northern Virginia area, and today we have one of uh, my students with me here, Alexis, and um, we're excited to hear what she has to say today about the topic of sharing the gospel with friends. Um, and I wanted to have Alexis on to talk about this because she has actually started a uh, club in her middle school specifically designed to do just that, to share the gospel with um, her friends and those in her school. So we're so excited to hear what she has to say today, um, but appreciate you guys taking the time to check this out. And so um, stay tuned and we'll jump into today's episode. All right, now, Alexis, um, you were in seventh grade, all right, so you're the first middle schooler we've had on the podcast. Actually. Actually, we've, we've had some high schoolers, but you're the first middle schooler, right? But we, we want to encourage middle and high school students, right? Um, here at Youth Group, we work with sixth graders, and we go all the way to twelfth grade, right? And there's a big difference between a sixth grader yeah. and a twelfth grader. Um, but the thing that I love about what you're doing is, you know, First Timothy 4.12 says, let nobody look down on you because of your youth, but set an example. And what you've been doing has been super um, challenging to me. The fact that you have had enough courage to start a club in your local school to, to share the gospel with friends. That was something that um, sadly I did not have the courage to do when I was your age. Um, so that's, it's just really cool. Just a reminder that you're never too young. If you're watching this, you're never too young to start living for Christ. But before we dive into um, this idea of sharing the gospel with friends and why should we do it? Or maybe how should we do it? Um, maybe share a little bit about your story with those who are listening, maybe what life was like, um, you know, before you came to know Christ, maybe you remember that, maybe you don't, when did you make that decision to trust Christ? And then maybe how has life been different since then? So fill in those gaps for us and, and for the audience. What What's your story like? Okay. So I grew up in church, mm -hmm. so I've been here my entire life. So, um, literally this church, like you, yes, yeah, this yeah, church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in this church. My grandfather actually used to be head pastor of the church and my mom and dad met and got married here mm. they met on the worship team so this church is just like big to my family mm -hmm. so when i was six years old so we have this summer program called vbs vacation bible school and we do that every year and it's for a week during the summer like a school week long and it's lots of fun and it goes from like preschool to fifth grade and I think I was in kindergarten or first grade. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was one of the two. I was like six years old. And um, it was Thursday, right? And I love how it's like a known and a set thing that Thursday <laughs> is always gospel day because it's the second to last day. So we all get like really serious. Yeah. And we talk about the gospel. And um, I remember we had to put our head down and raise our hand if we wanted to... Um, go to the other room and talk with the leader about um, like accepting the gospel mm -hmm. and um, talking more in depth about the prayer of salvation. So I was interested. And so I raised my hand and I went to the other room with one of the leaders. And I, um, I actually, we talked and we talked more about salvation. And I told her that I wanted to be saved and that I loved Jesus and I wanted to be in heaven with him. So we um, prayed and I remember that night I was so proud to tell my parents 
um, what I had done. What's and that? so um, I just went to bed that night, and my mom, like, actually wrote it in her journal. And so we read that the other day, and that was... That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so cool that, like, you know the date, too. Because, like, I got saved at our church's VBS, and I was seven. Um, I couldn't tell you, like, like you know, the date or anything like that. But that's, that's really, really cool. Um, yeah, just to know that, like, even, you know, the, the Bible says that... Um, the kingdom of heaven belongs to like the little children, right? So even yeah. at that age when we're starting to grasp pieces of the gospel, but like understanding yeah. that Jesus loved us enough to die for us and we need him, that's a message even, you know, a little kid can understand and, yeah. and, and that's what the Bible has to say. So that's, yeah, that's that's really, really cool. Um, so we mentioned this word, the gospel a lot, right? And you mentioned it a couple times. Yeah. What is it? What What is the gospel? So it's a word that basically means the good news and um, – at our youth group, we talk about it a lot in four words, God, us, Jesus, trust. And um, it helps remember like what's the, um, mm-hmm. like a short version of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it starts with God and meaning God created the world and he created us um, for a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And then us is the fact that we sinned and that, um, that punishment for sin is death, both spiritually and physically. Spiritually meaning um, eternity in hell apart mm-hmm. from God. And physically, God didn't want us to live a life of sickness and sin. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, that came into the world because of sin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, now we have physical death. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus is that... Um, God sent his one and only son, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believed in him shall have eternal life. So um, Jesus came and he was crucified on the cross and he rose again three days later. And the trust part of that is that as long as we trust and believe in him, that's the only thing that we need to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Believe what? What do we have to believe? That he loved us enough to die and that he was God. So he was capable of resurrecting himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like I like including that part though, right? And we talk about it all the time and I know you know it. But this idea of believing in God is not enough, right? We yeah. as Romans 10, 9 through 10 says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of people who believe in God, right? But there's a difference between believing in God and and understanding what Jesus did for us and that he was, you know, the son of God. He was fully God, fully man. Yeah. Um which you know, when you think about it though, okay, so then we have a world that is, a lot of people believe in God or a God. So why is it so important that we share what you just shared with them? I, I, I'm a, I'm a Christian or I go to church or I believe in God. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but why do we need to share what you just shared with those people? A lot of people will say, um, like I'm a Christian and like learning recently, um, like I believe in God. I'm not Muslim. I'm not Catholic. I'm, um, so I'm Christian. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm here. So I'm Christian. Mm -hmm. I believe that there is a God. And so, um, that's not what it is though. Mm -hmm. It's that, um, it's being a Christian is you're understanding the gospel. Yeah. Understanding the gospel. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So it's more of, um, Understanding that, um, you know, the Jesus and the trust part of it, that's mm. what makes you 
a Christian. Mm -hmm. So you can come to church your entire life. You can grow up in church, but um, until you have that moment of salvation, you're not Mm -hmm. truly a born again Christian. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so yeah. So for somebody who's like, well, I've, yeah, I've gone to church my whole life or my parents are Christians. Yeah. Understanding that like, you know, it's up for each of us to make that decision. Yeah. Whether or not we're going to, we're going to trust Christ. Now, um, as I mentioned, you've started a um, local club in your school um, called Edge Clubs, um, which is all about training students to share the message of Jesus with their peers. Um, what made you want to start that? I know we had training. We had we had somebody come in and speak about, hey, here's what Edge Club is. Here's what it's about. But what made you specifically think like, okay, maybe God is calling me to do this to maybe step up out of my comfort zone because I know it was out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. Um, to be the one who maybe leads the charge of sharing that message of hope with those in your school. What what led you to, to say yes to that? Yeah, so um, when I was in fifth grade, I did um, Grace Life Kids. I was in it and it was fun. But when I came to youth group, um, it went more from stories to in-depth about what we, we believe and what's important mm-hmm. um, about being a Christian, and we had um, a night where we talked about salvation and what it truly meant, and um, I had done a Bible study that summer with you, and I remember, um, like, I got upset because, um, like, the prayer of salvation is not what makes you a Christian, it's believing it, and then... Yeah, there's nothing magical saying, about those words, yeah. but, yeah, understanding it, yeah, yeah. So, um, I didn't know if I was truly saved, because... Um, I was six, so I didn't really Mm -hmm. understand it. And so um, I remember talking with you, and um, you said that the reason I was so upset was because I was a Christian, Mm -hmm. and being worried about that is what proved that. Mm -hmm. And so um, we had that training, and when I started sixth grade, when I started middle school, um, it was really hard for me. It went elementary school is so protective you only have like around 150 to 100 kids well um I go to a very large middle school up ranging to 1500 Mm -hmm. kids so um the teachers can't completely give you that protective umbrella that you had in elementary school and my parents were always really protective so um like going into middle school, that was really hard for me. Like all of these new beliefs, like there were so many different religions and there were so many different arguments and there were so many, um, like the cursing and like um, newer things. I remember um, all like the LGBTQ, that was really hard for me um, because it's really like starting to become a person's lifestyle and seeing that in a person it's really hard to be around those people when that's not what you believe. And so we had that training and I was like, well, when I started um, volunteering in Grace Life Kids and helping those kids to understand that and making a difference in their lives, I realized that that's something that I really loved doing. Mm -hmm. And then um, when we had that training, I realized that being in a group like that is what was really helping me like at church and everything. So um, I figured that that's what like the school needed that um, like Mm -hmm. that's what um, that would have helped me get through. 
And on the bright side of that, also, um, I would be helping others. So um, starting the Edge Club was um, really hard. Um, we um, had to send it because it's um, like a new club that we hadn't had before. And also being a religious club, we had to send it to the um, superintendent mm -hmm. of, um, of the schools. our schools. Yeah. So, um, and that took a good six months to get that approval and that signature yeah. and um, a lot of probably very obnoxious emails to the principal. <laughs> um, I think she got annoyed with me after a while. Yeah. But um, we finally got that signature and by the time we got started, it was March of last year. Mm -hmm. So we were already coming to like the end of the school year, but it was good because it was just like, a good thing to um, be looking forward to throughout the year um, to like have that time to um, mm -hmm. advertise it yeah. in the school. And um, we, on the first day we had a turnout of 13 people mm -hmm. and um, that was really encouraging to me because um, after six months of waiting, it was, I was getting pretty discouraged. Um, but we had that first meeting and it just like, it was going really well from there. And so um, coming into this year, we started at the beginning of the year and we've been going since then. Yeah. And um, like it's just been getting better. We've ha had a high of 20 people this year and it's just great to see how God is working in our school. Yeah, well, and, and I've had the privilege to be there for some of them too, right? And we even, uh, I think, you know, through the, the club, I think there's three students who've come to, to trust Christ because of, because of what the club has been doing. So it's yeah, that's that's really really cool to hear and really challenging, you know, for for all of us when when you talk about that. Now, um, okay, so we know why we should share the gospel, right? Um, a couple of statistics maybe that um, might help us see the bigger picture: sixty-seven percent of people who have lived since Jesus walked this earth have never heard of His name. Um, Thirty million people will die this year alone without ever hearing the name of Jesus, um, and we know that you know. That message is the only way that we can come to Christ, that message that we need Jesus who, who died for us and died for our sins and rose again if we put our trust in him. There is no other way. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. So we, yeah. we should have some sense of urgency, right? Not only that, um, your your generation, less than 1% of your generation has a biblical worldview, yeah. meaning that everybody needs this message of hope, right? It's not yeah. just for certain people. So real quickly, how do you share that message, right? Like you talked about God as Jesus trust, but yeah, just like at the lunchroom, just be like, Hey, I got to tell you something. And like, you go through it. Like, how do you, how do you bring it up? What are some maybe tips or strategies that you might give to somebody who is like, okay, well now I know I want to share this, but, but how do I share this? So, um, at the edge club training, he brought, um, he brought something up and, um, it was ask, admire and admit. And, okay. um, Using that is very helpful. So when you get into a conversation, um, there's not always going to be a point in time when you can, like, tie that into sharing the gospel. Yeah. Every once in a while, like, um, when something comes up, like, oh, I'm excited for Christmas, and, like, you can ask, well, what do you believe to be true about Christmas? And then you can get that into mm -hmm. um, Jesus coming down. You don't truly need... Um, the full story to be able to accept Christ as long as you have um, the fact that we sinned and that punishment 
for sin is hell. Mm-hmm. And um, the only way to heaven is um, salvation in Christ. Mm-hmm. As long as you get that from everything that you say, that's what you need. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just good to like find a way to get that into a sentence. Um, a good way to do it is that ask, admire, admit. So you can ask, like, you don't want to be abrupt about how you ask. Like, hey, do you know that if you don't accept Christ, you're going to hell? That's not... Yeah, it's not not the best way to bring it up. If yeah, yeah. you walk up to someone, um, they're going to get pretty upset with you. Yeah. So it's more of, hey, what do you believe to be true? Or, um, hey, um, what kind of church do you go to? Mm. Or um, something that just, like, gets them talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can admire so if you have a friend um who's like muslim or of islamic faith you Mm can um praise the fact that um they are so committed just like christians can be um committed to um praying um a lot and like um their modesty and everything Mm -hmm. um and then admit is so hold on for a second for admire what you're saying is like you're not agreeing with what they say to be true, yeah. But you're admiring something about their belief, right? So like, yeah. you're you're saying we we don't want to agree, right? Because we believe there's one way. Yeah. So okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So more of admire, like, um, I had a friend, and she's um she's Catholic, mm-hmm. and this was actually at my birthday party. <laughs> um, it was four in the morning. And <laughs> That's when all the good conversations happen, anyways. Yeah, 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 four in the morning, and um, I can't remember how, but we at some point got to the topic of church, and um, she was Catholic, and some Catholics believe that it takes salvation and good works, but mm-hmm. she happened to be one of those um where all you need is good works. So um, we were talking and um, we actually had another friend there who was Christian and she actually comes to our youth group. And so um, we all started talking and um, she actually, um, I was like, I understood because when I tried to explain to her, she wasn't really um, having it. She wasn't um, very happy about um, how I was trying to tell her and that's okay um but you just don't want to stop just because someone gives a bad reaction because that can be really discouraging so you just need to know that um it's not your fault it's in god's hands Mm -hmm. after you share but um i shared with her and she's grown up in the catholic church like she is the equivalent of how i grew up Mm -hmm. just in the catholic church so if someone walked up to me and they tried to change my faith i wouldn't have it either so you have to understand parts of that like not everyone's going to take it the best way and that um you can be discouraged but that doesn't mean you should ever stop sharing Mm. yeah yeah as long as it's said in love it's in god's hands yeah Mm -hmm. okay so ask admire and then you said admit what yeah admit so um christians People tend to see Christians as looking down on other religions because we believe in our salvation um, while others believe um, like their religions tell them how to get to God. Mm -hmm. Our religion is more of how God got to us. Mm -hmm. And so um, other people can see Christians as looking down on them. So admitting is that um, 
we admit that we need Christ just as much as they do mm -hmm. because just because we're saved doesn't mean we get to do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. I can't be saved and then go cursing whenever I want because the Bible says not to use foul language. Mm -hmm. So um, just like admitting that you need Jesus as much as everyone else does, mm -hmm. um, that helps them understand that you're not talking down to them, mm -hmm. you're just having a conversation. Yeah, no, no, that's, yeah, that's awesome. That idea of like, hey, I need Jesus just as much as they, you know, they do. It just kind of brings that wall down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, okay, so ask, admire, admit. Um, now, real quick, somebody's going, yeah, this all sounds good, and I know I should do it, but I, I'm kind of nervous of what people think about me, or maybe I have some you know, um, I'm just not great at bringing this up. Like what would be your best, like one minute, like encouragement to somebody who's kind of in that place that maybe you were like, what would be your, your best piece of encouragement that you could leave with that person? So, um, I had a friend and I shared with her and she's atheist, right? So mm -hmm. she believes God exists, but she doesn't really, she says church isn't really for her. She doesn't, um, really believe in like salvation or Jesus dying mm -hmm. um, more that there just is a God. Mm -hmm. So um, I was trying to explain to her and she just, she was not having it. And that was um, really discouraging, but, um, and we kind of lost touch. We don't really talk anymore. And um, I think that could have just been because she got annoyed with me trying to share. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is hard um, getting into arguments with people um, about, like, what you believe. But um, the most loving thing that you can do for a person is mm -hmm. share salvation with them. Yeah. If they hate you, like, after that, at least you tried to give them eternal life. Yeah. Like, that's more important, God says, than um, having friendships or being the most popular or mm. um, just someone seeing you as better yeah that's awesome yeah and i like what you said about like we don't want to get in arguments right like our goal is not to argue somebody into faith our goal is to lovingly share it yeah and that's just really really cool really cool to see the example that that you've been and just kind of the way that god's been working in your life um even as a seventh grader i mean even as somebody who even in our own youth group like you know you're one of the youngest students but the fact that you've been willing to, to do that so yeah well i appreciate you know you joining us today i appreciate all of you watching um, this wherever you may be watching it. Um, if this was an of encouragement to you, I'd you know, um, encourage you to, to share. Share with somebody maybe that um, you'd like to hear this or um, like, subscribe um, so that you see all of the content from the New Normal podcast. Um, but we just want to continue to resource and equip and train you um, to live for Christ and to share his message of hope with those um, around you. And so we're uh, so thankful that you decided to join us today and we'll see you again next time.